As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Snap today. I am Chris Ryan. The advanced right on mitigation of water treatment poll question from yesterday was should Joe Biden resign over his handling of Afghanistan? 60% said yes. 40% said no. This after the poll from the conservative leaning Rasmussen reports had 52% of Americans thinking that Biden should resign over Afghanistan. Again, I think getting into a place where we're calling for people to resign or having them impeached over policy decisions um, that may have gone wrong and may have been executed poorly and in some case and in this case tragically um, you know if we're starting to impeach people over over that you know, again that's not really meeting the threshold of high crime and misdemeanor and the comparison between Biden's call with the president of Afghanistan and Donald Trump's call with Zelensky uh, the president of Ukraine there is no comparison other than the fact they were both speaking to the presidents of nations. Where Biden's, yeah, he was looking to have the Afghan president try to push forward a message that was perhaps not indicative of what was taking place on the ground, but he was not asking the president to, to, of Ukraine to investigate his political opponent uh, for the next election uh, or have dollars perhaps not um, sent to Ukraine for efforts uh, to, in that nation. So not much similarity there. The advanced right on mitigation of water treatment poll question for today. Well, that is the following. It focuses on abortion. Question is, after the Supreme Court uphold, upheld Texas abortion law, would you like to see the New Hampshire legislator further restrict access to abortion in the granite state joining us right now a person who i don't think is going to be answering yes to that she is becky whitley state senator from concord and she joins us right now on hampshire she's one of the rising stars of the democratic party in new hampshire becky how are you good good morning appreciate being with us so let's start with this do you see the tide turning on abortion in this nation, not just you know, based upon the Supreme Court's decision or what the governor put in the budget or what's taking place down in Texas, but do you think that public sentiment is shifting as well, or are these individuals acting outside of the public will? Uh, I, I, that's a very good question, Chris, and I thought a lot about that. I, I do not think public sentiment abortion has changed, particularly in New Hampshire. We do know that the majority of people in New Hampshire value uh, choice specifically and individual freedom specifically. So what I what I what I think is that politicians all around the country and in New Hampshire are using this to uh, 
to gain more political power or to keep political power. So I think, um, you know, it's really important for folks to look beyond the politics of this, think about what they believe individually and not be, you know, swayed in one direction because a politician is trying to keep power. I really think that if people think about the actual concept of the government overreach into these deeply personal decisions, regardless of Mm -hmm. what you think about whether you would actually have an abortion or not, but when you think about individual freedom and the right to make decisions about your body and the right to make decisions about when you're going to have children, what your life looks like, right, the course of your own future, I think most people think that government do not just government does not have a place in in this area yeah i think that the majority of people come from a a place of what they'd like to see and that is for abortion to be legal and safe and accessible but limited and in that's that people make decisions you know to do the right thing whether it's leading up to abortion or you know when um, they are doing their their aspects of planning or making their decisions, I think that most people would like to see there be as limited amount of abortions as possible. And in other words, people making those decisions. The challenge is that you know that is a gray area that doesn't exist. It seems on this topic and hasn't for a long period of time. Where it's either been we should have no abortions or um, it should be accessible and people you know, were able to are able to make that determination as being a, an option for them. Do you think that this is an issue where we can ever find a particular gray area where what I just said is going to be you know, offensive to, to people on both sides and they're going to be angry? And I'm well aware of that. But to <laughs> me, I think that that is where people are at and people who, you know, um, who are extremely pro-choice will say, well, who are you to say what limited should be? That should be a choice of the person. And on the other side, um, they will say the exact opposite. And I completely understand that. But do you think that we can ever get to a place where um, we can find consensus on this topic? Chris, I love it when you argue both sides of the argument. It's really like my favorite thing about this show. But here's the thing. What, what I think is like, let's like, of the politics aside, right? So I'm a woman. I have been pregnant mm-hmm. before. I have an eight-year-old. And it's a deeply personal uh, and and also kind of vulnerable position to be in, I have to tell you. Mm-hmm. And so wh- where I come from is my own experience in thinking, you know, I know best about what, you know, the decisions I should make about my pregnancy and the decisions I should make about my life. And so setting aside the politics, I believe that we should trust women and empower women to make these decisions for themselves in consultation with their doctors and their families. And that's, that's it, right? You know, you talk about limiting abortion. Well, we can do that by supporting women. We can do that by, you know, making sure women have access to, um, you know, birth control and information mm-hmm and reproductive care, uh, you know, even aside from abortion. So there's so many things we can do if we are really concerned with unwanted pregnancies and what to do about that. There's stuff to do that we can, um, we can do to support women and families in those decisions, and maybe that's the gray area you're talking about. But in the end, I trust women 
to make the decisions for what is best for themselves. And I think it's no one else's decision in the end uh, than that woman. No, I, I think you make a really good point, particularly in the aspect of limited government and should government be coming in and making decisions to advocate on behalf of the child. And women have reasons that they make the decisions that they make. And I think that very often um, there's a callousness in thinking that um, you know, women are just they just make this decision and it's the easiest thing to do and they don't really think about it, it doesn't weigh on them. And I think that that is something that is deeply offensive to to women. But I also understand the other side of it as well and that they feel that there needs to be an advocate for, you know, for that child and for that child uh, to be brought into the world. Maybe the person's not making the best decision. Let's be honest. Trust is really hard. Trust is really hard, even amongst people who are close, right? Family members um, and friends. Trust can be very difficult. So when you're trusting someone that you don't know and placing it kind of out into the universe, that can be even more difficult, particularly if you believe strongly that um, you know, children who are conceived should come to fruition. Um, but at the end of the day, it becomes, a, to me, a government issue and it also becomes the fact that it is the child is inside of someone else's body. And what rights do you have to um, tell that person what to do? So I think that the best way to handle this has always been to operate outside of um, the issue at, at face value. And that is the fact that a, a woman is pregnant and is having an abortion and to get to the why factors and to figure out how to either provide information or to to create a way for the pregnancy to come to fruition and also to work in the backdrop on education and contraceptives and those other aspects which will perhaps prevent getting to that particular stage so i think that we in I think, again, this is one of those topics that we have to look at from a comprehensive level and to have a real conversation about without the far left and the far right screaming at one another and to do what the public wants and to have a real conversation. But I don't think we, we can a lot of the time because people are very worried about offending others and the other on one side. And the flip side is that a lot of people don't care if they offend others and that creates a, a whole different set of circumstances yeah and and here's the thing too like when going back to that notion of you know trusting women to make decisions like i think the reality of real life is that every situation is so different we talked no a question. lot about this for abortions later in pregnancy we know that 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 if a woman is seeking an abortion later in pregnancy it is because of a devastating, heartbreaking situation, right? We have never heard any evidence that women are just willy-nilly making this decision, right? We don't know what happens between, behind closed doors or, you know, how a woman ended up pregnant. And so that's why it's no one else's decision but hers about what happened. And then taking it further, you know, you, you mentioned sort of this notion of being an advocate for, for children and having a children, a child being, you know, brought into this world. And again, it is the woman that's going to be taking care of that child, right? And, you know, I always think through, you know, our, are the, the folks that are, um, you know, wanting to take that choice away from women, um, you know, are they the, the child advocates on the other end too, right? And I would say, like, 
I got to tell you, I love children more than anything on this planet. They are my favorite people, my own and other children. And it's an uphill battle, even in New Hampshire, to get uh, adequate support for our children and families, particularly those families um, that need um, some extra support, right? Thinking through those supports that to support family to prevent child mm-hmm. abuse. Like, we need to be partners on both sides of the issue, and it can't be just about controlling women. It has to be, if you're going to be a child advocate, it has to be uh, full circle. Becky, thank you so much. Thanks, Gus. Becky Whitley, state senator from Concord, one of the rising stars of the Democratic Party, joining us here on New Hampshire Today. I am Chris Ryan. We'll come back and wrap things up after this. You want to make sure you stay tuned for that. Again, I am Chris Ryan. This is New Hampshire Today. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.